0: A new, year. a new year. It's a new you. You have bright blue nails. I have
1: bright blue nails. Paper
0: clip on your pocket. The new fashion trend of 2023. I'm just calling it right now. Wear the paper clip on your pocket. Paper clip on the pocket. It's cute. Horizontal. You never know when you're gonna need it. <laughs> Security tag on the, Security t- on the shirt. I mean I still have that on there. That, there's a song I'm gonna rip some tags. <laughs> and honestly I don't even know one of the kids or one of my niece or somebody were singing it and I was thinking about your security tag on her oh shirt. my gosh did I talk about that on here yet I don't know I think maybe we might have mentioned that well, you went through all the church with your Kohl's purchase that yes. they forgot to take security tag off of
1: and purchase is very necessary to say there because it was not stolen did you go back no I still haven't it's still on there and i can't wash it because i don't want the ink to come out so fun but christmas is come and gone new year's is come not quite gone yet because people are still making their goals and this week we are
0: talking about a lie that has to do with goals yep new year people make resolutions they pick words of the year Mm. um i'm i like those things i'm an advocate for like looking at what you set out to do yeah. last year and to set an intention for your family and for yourself and yeah I, i'm all about that i think that those are good things for sure to and, do yeah and like
1: what you want to accomplish and where you see yourself at the end of the year i think that is so important as well i also just want to add this in I need to be more intentional about this. Picture this. Beginning of the year, you have your word. You have the main goals you want to accomplish, all this stuff. Well, then each month, you set those steps to get there. Because you can set these goals and have this word and all this stuff. But until you have a plan, an action plan of how you're actually going to get there, well, which happens during the months.
0: Yeah, there's a word that's used a lot. It's called smart. And it's not just you being smart. It's when you're talking about setting goals. They yeah. should be specific. Measurable, attainable, realistic, and there should be a timeline to them. What yes. I have never heard that smart, smart goals. That's cool. Okay, so you've never heard that? No. Oh wow. Maybe that's just how old I am. I don't know. I've tried some really kind cool. of leadership training. I took. I don't know, but I like that, and I think obviously since I haven't it memorized, it's probably something I do apply yeah. more often than I even realize. For instance, like when we sat down to look at our family goals this year yeah um some of it has to do with remodeling we need to do some projects Mm -hmm. so we've been in our house 12 years now and when we moved in we did some things we did things the best we could at the time but we knew eventually hey we're going to change this we're going to do this so one of them's our bathroom upstairs so we're sitting down talking about it and we're like well really we want to put an addition on the house that has a master bedroom and a laundry and a and a garage. But we also need to fix the flooring upstairs, paint the upstairs and fix this bathroom. That's yeah. overwhelming. Oh, all of that When stuff. I say yeah. all that stuff, like so overwhelming. So yeah. I'm like, how about in January, we focus on tearing out the bathroom and getting the items to redo the bathroom yes. the way we want to do it. Then in February, we focus on painting Yeah. The upstairs now. I have a whole month. I have a timeline. I have a specific goal that I'm trying to attain. I have a realistic timeline. I have a realistic budget. You know, it it, everything is is making sense. And then in March, when the weather's still not quite nice, where he can get out in the fields and we can do stuff outside, we can move the staircase like we need to, and we can do preparation work and have freedom if the weather is nice to do some of the outdoor things we need to do. Mm -hmm. And then in April you know you start to get things ready for the addition if we still want to do that at that time so there's a big goal yeah and then there's little specific goals leading up to it yes. and I'm just using it as example but to what you said that's really good to say like ultimately here's my goal yeah this year like I have some big goals. Yeah. But the way I'm gonna accomplish those things are breaking them down into smaller goals. The day by day, yeah. week by week, month by month. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a great representation of what I was thinking. I'm glad you brought that up. It's actually even breaking down intentionality yeah. to like specific, measurable, yeah. You know, realistic, reasonable attainable. and attainable in a timeline. Yeah. And so then you are not so overwhelmed by your goals. I love I think that. that's why we fail. It's why I fail. Yeah. When I look at I want to lose fifty pounds versus I want to cut out sugar. Mm. Fifty pounds a lot. Yeah. That seems like a lot. That that's overwhelming. That's you know, a lot for me to wrap my head yeah. around. So I need that that goal's fine and it's yeah. healthy and it's good. But what's going to get me to that goal? Well, this month I'm going to cut out sugar. Yes, the day-by-day yeah. decisions. and I'm going to start walking 30 minutes a day. Mm. Next month I'm going to do that. It's not like, uh, you know, focusing so much on the big goal that you don't break it down. So I think all those things are good. And I think, I think it's wise, and I think it's being a good steward with our life and uh-huh. time if we are – really intentional with how we spend our time and I think that has a lot to do with goals and what we resolve to do and how we resolve to live
1: yeah I saw this video the other day that was talking about like this very topic Mm -hmm. and something that they said that caught my attention was just focus on being one percent better one percent better and then you're getting better and better every day every week whatever that is so like you were saying just this month I'm going to cut out sugar and take a walk like yeah. every day, that's one percent better. yeah, one percent better, focusing on mm-hmm. fixing your routines and all this stuff. and then the next month, you're gonna add on another one percent, so you're two percent better. so it's like and yeah. it makes it a lot less overwhelming. Yeah. It's not as overwhelming. No, but you're still getting better. Cause if you are overwhelmed, you're just going
0: to freeze up and not do anything. Yeah. So you have to be able to be specific with that 1% better though. Yeah. It has to be measurable. Yes. What does that mean? What does that so look I like? So I think a good example of that is I had coffee with a friend the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, love, love her. She's a friend that comes in and out of my life, but we pick up right where we left off. I love those friendships. She, yeah. And she, um, she's lost a lot of weight and it's kind of been an ongoing battle for her where she's done that and then it's came back and so we're talking about it and she she shared with me that this time she's doing something that her and I both hate. And so I'm like she tells me everything and it all's great. How and why are you running? Oh, I knew it was going to be to run. Yeah. <laughs> so, it hurts my knees, it hurts my body. Why are you running? And she's like, "Well, I didn't start out with me thinking I'm going to run." it started out with me thinking I'm going to walk 20 minutes a day. Mm. And then when I was walking 20 minutes a day and I started feeling healthier and had more energy and was eating better and was becoming lighter, I'm like, I think I can jog a little bit. Wow! And then that, I think I can jog a little bit turned into, I think I can push myself a little further. So she continued to set goals for herself, which started with, I'm going to start eating healthy and walking 20 minutes a day. That's cool. Until now, a year later, she's like, she has a goal for, in the fall, to run a half marathon. Wow. Which she started with hating running. The The goal and the motive was never running. It was to get healthy. Yeah. How cool is that? Also, I think it's really
1: cool. This is kind of a side note, but... I feel like a lot of people would set those goals and then just complete the goal, but that's so cool that she's been pushing herself to be like, wait a, a second, yeah, I can do this a little bit more. Yeah. And like, has the strength to push herself. Mm-hmm. And while you're there, you're like, man, I just need to stop. Unless you're running with a friend, then you're like, okay, I'm gonna go farther. Yeah. But like, if that's amazing it, for her to do it. I mean, I, I don't, don't know, know if she's running with somebody, but no. it's like, I'm just pushing myself a little bit more, like farther. Yeah. That makes me
0: be like, okay, I can do that then. And my own right. goals and whatever else, so. And spiritually speaking, you know, that can go into lots of different levels, but let's just take the topic of like a lot of people the first year have the school that I want to read my Bible. Yeah. More. Yeah. Okay, well that's that is great, but it's not attainable or achievable if you're not specific with a plan of how you're gonna do that. Mm. And then you can give yourself grace, obviously, when, you know, oh, my plan to read my Bible for ten minutes a day, oh today it got deterred. That doesn't mean just throw the talon. You yeah. know, you pick back up tomorrow, but you to have this bigger goal to want to know and pursue the heart and mind of christ uh-huh. is such an awesome goal that it's so important you set those smaller specific goals yeah so that you can sustain that journey so one of
1: those goals could look like i'm going to read through the book of ephesians yep and then once you read through that, set another goal. But, like, that's a goal, an achievable goal.
0: Yep. Or I'm going to get the Bible app and do a plan. And do a plan. Yes. Yeah. Or I am going, you know, I have a friend that does, um, uh, for you know, First Five app, which is great. And there's a plan. I'm going to do that with a friend for 30 days. Yeah. Well, now you have a 30-day measurable. And yep. then that's going to turn into, oh, I really like doing that in the morning. Yeah. Now I'm going to do a little bit of that in the afternoon. And, and yeah. that's what happens when you're intentional with the goal. So the goals are the the goals are good. I I mean, I I don't I don't think that it that that is a lie. The enemy tells us or tries to distract us with. I think where he tries to get us is when we hear things like this should be easier. Mm. I want to read God's word, (laughs) so. This should be easier. God should want this for me. I want to be healthy. God should want that for me. Mm. Or God's able to do this for me. Yeah. So this should be easier. Yeah. The, this, this resolution should be easier. This goal should be easier.
1: And I'm a Christ follower, so why isn't it easier? Yeah
0: why start now? I don't want to try to, I, I don't want to offend anybody, but at the same time, I, I want to be very honest and true. we we live in this world of, in, with a sense of entitlement. Yeah. We all think we're entitled to things that we're really not. It, it's not true. It doesn't line up with the truth. And yeah. so we often think, because we have this sense of entitlement and this, we approach things with a sense of entitlement, we think we're owed something oh. or it should be this way or it should be easy, yeah. you know. Um, and that's why we think there is like this magic pill mm. or this magic shake or this magic diet or this, you know, that does all of these things because, yeah, yeah, it should be easy. Mm. And I do think that that is a lie that the enemy can use to cause division and separate us in yeah. our walk with Christ.
1: Wow, that's a good way to put that. So I don't think we said, oh, yeah, we did say the lie. Did we say the lie Just
0: now I did. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the the lie that as we're planning New Year goals and resolutions, there's a lie that we hear this should be easier with God. Mm.
1: I think, like, a lot of times I may not, like, catch myself thinking that, but subconsciously it comes, especially when it's something that has to do with God, like reading the Bible
0: or whatever else it is. Right. Or all I got to do is pray, and yeah. God will make it happen. Yeah. Well, but, but that's eh. not exactly true. That's so, not well, what the Bible says. Yes, definitely we should pray. Yeah. Definitely should include God in our plans and our goals, and he totally is invested in every aspect of our life. Yeah. But that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Mm. I like how you said that, yeah. We're not entitled to that. We're not entitled to easy. Yeah. That's good. Is probably what the best way to say that. We're not
1: entitled to easy. Yeah. That's really cool.
0: We're not. Yeah. Right? And so um, where where I would go with this is, I, I know I've said this before, so I'm repeating myself, but it goes back to what the Book of Romans says in lots of different books in the Bible, that when it talks about us being transformed by the gospel, being transformed by Jesus, by the Holy Spirit... He didn't come to to just throw some lipstick and makeup on us and put us back up for sale.
1: Mm. He
0: came to completely renovate us, gut us, change us, transform us, and make us new. So I think about that in the sense of of housing, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you can buy a, a house to fix it up and you can do the minimal things and call it good. That's yeah. not who God is. Mm-hmm. God is, he is continually investing and in transforming the house and yeah. changing the house. So um, the truth is, is that God wants to be involved in our goals, in our transformation. He is the one of the leading parts, right? Yeah. But it is a partnership with him and I.
1: Mm.
0: So he and I have this partnership in my transformation. He's in charge. Yeah. But there's my part, too. Yeah. He does his part. I do my part. And I am not entitled to anything. Mm. That's really good. So I got to have that healthy mindset, right? Um, And I think what the active part for us is, is to do what the Bible tells us of a renewing of our minds, of of Mm. a surrender, allowing him to do anything that... He needs to do in us, us surrendering and us being willing to do our part in anything we need to do to succeed, right? Yeah. He does the work though. That's where we have to, that's where we have to combat the lie. He does the transformation mm. in our hearts and souls. We do our part, which sometimes you know means opening up the Bible, mm. sending out the invite, putting the app on our phone. Um, cleaning up our diet, taking the first step, talking to that person, yes. We do our part, he does the transforming. Yeah, I love that, right? That's really cool. So, I think that, um, the verse that I really like, um, my word last year, so I always pick a word of the year, yeah. My word last year was self discipline, Mm. um. And so I spent a lot of time studying what does that mean? It's a fruit of the spirit where I landed by the end of the years. It's something God cultivates. It's something he creates. It's way different than willpower. It's Mm -hmm. not the same thing. Um, It is, uh, it is a a transformation of, of my, of my soul, who I am in him. Mm -hmm. He grows that fruit, right? Mm -hmm. My part in it is surrendering control. Yeah. So that, i can exercise and allow self-control to flow through my life Mm. because i'm i'm letting him control right Mm -hmm. so it's this exchange that happens and so um what i learned is is that has to do with discipline
1: yeah
0: it has to do with like setting up disciplines spiritual disciplines um but keep but not losing and and really keeping in mind in the forefront of my mind that god cares most about my relationship with him he cares most about my heart Mm. and so i get to obey i don't have to obey wow right i get to obey because he loves me so much so it's this is not like a legalistic must do type thing Mm -hmm. you know oh i ate the donut when i said i was gonna go 30 days off sugar so now i'm gonna you know Get a smack and lash on the back. It's not yeah. that type of discipline I'm talking about. I'm talking about a dis- self-discipline of maturity in our walk with Christ. So yeah. Hebrews twelve eleven is the verse that I that I'm landing on. Okay, um, and it says, "No discipline seems pleasant at the time, mm. but painful later on. However, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it." Here's what I think is so cool. Last year, my word was self-discipline. Self-control, which yeah. led me to studying about self-discipline and discipline. This year, my word is peace. Mm. The fruit of, of the discipline that God allows us to experience creates peace in our life. So as we're setting goals and, and we're being transformed and we're changing and we're letting God do his part, there's peace that comes, even though at times the discipline doesn't feel that great. Yeah.
1: That's really cool. I never thought of it that way. And you know what's so funny is this is like on the other the flip side of things. But Romans two four says, Don't you see how wonderfully kind and tolerant and patient God is with you? Now, those three things does not mean that there's no punishment. So I just want to preface that. But then it goes on to say, does this mean nothing to you? Can't you see that his kindness is intended to turn you from your sin? I, I've never like noticed that or thought of it that way. He's turning us from our sin, not just expecting us to
0: like, do it ourselves. The discipline that we experience as believers um, is linked with things that help us grow closer to Christ, right? So okay. um, prayer. Prayer. Mm. is a discipline spiritual discipline Mm -hmm. um fasting is a spiritual discipline solitude is a spiritual discipline simplicity is a spiritual discipline um you know meditation and god's word is a spiritual discipline the things that um like to me being alone for three days sounds like punishment yeah but it's a discipline. That's not my personality. I think, oh, why would you yeah. want me to do that, God? Why, why do that to me? But it's actually a discipline that will help bring me closer to the Lord if he calls me to that. Yes. Right? Okay. And then in in what we're looking at in context of like resolutions per se, yes. which is is not, not straight out of the Bible, but a New Year's resolution, yeah. for instance we're saying goals are good and it's okay to have goals and it's okay to have resolutions. Um, But it's when you look at the Bible and you look at what God's trying to do when, when we're making resolutions and goals, it should line up with, with his heart and mind, which is saying, Hey, I want to transform you. Yeah. I want to change you from the inside out. Yes. And that's the business I'm in. And so there Mm -hmm. needs to be a level of, self-control and self-discipline but there are spiritual disciplines that help you stay on track with pursuing that transformation those things
1: yeah and you think of ephesians where he's talking about like making you a new creation yeah all those things
0: yes all of that like you're in partnership with god Mm. i'm in it with you i love that like
1: there's my part there's your part there's your part yeah i was listening to a song today and it's called yet not i but through christ in me and Mm -hmm. it's I think it's actually an older song it's it is like a hymn mm-hmm. beautiful song it's remade I, though oh yeah it, yeah yeah. but Who it wrote is it? Wrote beautiful let me look really fast yeah so it's called yet not i but through christ and me mm-hmm. by city of light or this yes. one is city of light remade yeah. it and it's a beautiful song i've heard it before but like it came up today and i was listening to it and i'm like wow mm-hmm. this song the truth that it is like putting, oh my gosh, it's yeah. so cool. And I knew we were gonna be talking about this. And as I'm listening to him, like, this is so much of what we're gonna be talking about. I was thinking, like, these goals that people can set, like choosing a healthy lifestyle, renewing a relationship, um, choosing to let go of grudges, keeping a cleaner, or organized space, whatever it yeah. is, all yeah, of- these resolutions that we make, it's not our strength working at becoming better, yet it's still gonna be hard for us because it's change and change is hard any sort of change is hard Mm -hmm. because it's changing who you are and Mm -hmm. it creates new routines and whatever else. If we're called to live every area of our life in glory and honor to God and to Jesus and what he's done for us, then our resolutions and goals are not excused from that calling. Yeah, And that leads into we're never promised a
0: perfect life, seamless life. That's right. Um, we're not entitled to easy exactly what you're talking about yeah i love that lack of disciplines or yeah like it's not just going to happenstance
1: yes we're never promised that but at the end of matthew we are promised that jesus is going to be with us Mm -hmm. and like you talked about these resolutions and goals that the bible doesn't really talk about that but they make us better people and glorifying god then Jesus is going to be with us in those things. Yeah. So as I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking of like we're setting these goals for ourselves, and then a lot of times we'll sit back and we'll actually complain about having setting those yeah. goals or like what we have to do in order to do those things.
0: Or, oh, I have to get up and run. Or, oh, oh man. I can't have that cookie. <laughs> yes. And
1: it doesn't mean it's I'm not I'm too tired heart. to wake
0: up and read my Bible. Yeah. yeah.
1: Right. Philippians two fourteen through 15, it says, do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, mm. shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. And then Colossians 3, 23 through 24 adds to that. And it says, work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Christ. These verses are telling us not to complain and mm. work at everything that we're doing as if mm-hmm. we're doing it for Jesus and for his glory. Mm-hmm. And so that can be applied to our goals and our resolutions that we make for the year as well. And at the end of that song that I was talking about at the beginning of this, it says, When the race is complete, my lips shall still repeat, yet not I, but through Christ in me. And I mm-hmm. think that that is so
0: cool. Good. because. So good.
1: Yep. It's not about us. It's Uh-oh. not about what we're doing. However, we do have a part in it. Yeah. It's about Jesus, what he's doing in us mm-hmm. and through us to create in us a new new creation. Yeah. And then through that new creation, we're able to glorify him and shine the light bright on Jesus, which is what Philippians talking about. Live as children of the light. The lie saying that our goals should be easier because of God. That's right. They're not going to be easier because of God. But... We do have him with us, and we're able to still work on that change while we're living to glorify yeah. him.
0: a lot of times we think like we want this is the goal. We want to do this, and, yeah. and it's a good goal and it's a healthy goal, um, and it, it's fine. But then we wait and pray and think God's going to do it for us. Mm. And it's I relate that there's an analogy out there that's used for a different circumstance, but I think it applies here too. That it's that would be like um me saying I want to learn how to swim so I'm just gonna jump in the ocean and God's got me Mm. he's got me I'm gonna be okay because you prayed about it he because I prayed about it and I and I want to swim and he's got me yeah okay he could throw me three life jackets and me not take them because no God's got me (laughs) or I could be like oh those life jackets that was God. That <laughs> wasn't like put it on. Like, you've got to take some steps along the way. So, oh, here's your life jacket. Yeah. You need some steps, right? And so, yes. that analogy is used in different ways, but I can think of it in this way too. Yeah. Because if we allow Him to work through us um, and allow Him to, you know, do His thing and us not try to do His role and yeah. we just do ours, mm-hmm. walk in the Spirit. It is great. Set the goals. Have the resolutions. Yeah. Give them to God. All the things. The lie that we hear that God's, you know, should make this easy or like, well, I'll just pray about it. And he's got it. Yeah. It's there. There's no truth to that because he does want us to be involved in our transformation. Yeah. He just does the transforming part. He wants to. We do the obedience part. We do the obedience. I love that. So, yeah. It takes two. Yeah. Two to tango.
1: Now, not to say that God needs
0: us. But no, he does not, he does not. He
1: does. But, but he loves us change. enough that he chose us. Yes. <laughs> now I just want to read this because it made me, what you're talking about made me think of this. It doesn't have much to do with what we're talking about, <laughs> but it's a cute little quote. It says, remember if life ever makes you feel like you're drowning, your lifeguard walks on water.
0: Oh, that is so appropriate. Oh, I was like, yeah. that's pretty cool. I made me think of that. He definitely you about, can save me, right? Oh, he yeah. definitely pull me out of the water absolutely but i'm not entitled to that no
1: and a lot of times life is gonna feel like you're drowning there's things in your life and also not to mention change feels like you're drowning sometimes like all these things that make you a better person can be hard in the moment and so you feel like you're drowning
0: but your lifeguard walks on water he walks on water. he's got you so you can trust him trust and obey there's no other way Ooh, we're just trusting. All the the quotes,
1: yeah. (laughs) Old song. That's cool. But yeah, seriously, go listen to that song. Beautiful. Yeah, not I. And make goals. Give them to God. Yeah. Do your part. Let Him do His part. That's right. I'll put the link to that song in the description. Yeah. So just clickety click down, and you can go listen to it.
0: Yeah. Uh, The next lie. The next lie. Oh yeah, I don't know. Gotta, we got to do a lot of praying and a lot of preparation, right? So the lie that I have my rights. I have the right to my rights. I have the right to my rights. I have i have my rights and is that's, how this is written. That's what we're going to talk about. Mm, is it a lie? Here we go. <laughs> is it a lie or is it not a lie? <laughs> we right. shall see. next podcast, I have my rights. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for this day. Lord, thank you that you brought Victoria back safely for her... Um, family's time away. Thank you for Christmas and the new year, the reminder, Lord, that uh, it is good. It is good to want to know you more, know you better, grow closer to you, um, to, to partner with you in our transformation, knowing that ultimately, truly, you're the only one who can transform. But Lord, thank you that you have given us um, the ability to obey and and to pursue you and to love you and to know you, um, you don't make it hard. Uh, you're very open, and we just are thankful for that. Lord, let us be women that seek you with all that we have. That when we set goals, we give them to you. We include you, and that we're active in them. We love you, Lord. We praise you. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Peace out. Here we go. Oh, oh, oh.